listeners, I'm Mel. I'm Matt, and this is The Mysterious. Missing. And Murdered. Hey everybody, we just wanted to say thank you for listening so far. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, please feel free to check out our website. It's just mysterypodcast.com, which is great that that is available for us to take. I love that uh, you can, was available. That's, that's the uh, it's just perfect. It's great. Yeah. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Both Good of our time. handles. Please, please never do that again. Shh. <laughs> I'm so mean. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our Good handles Instagram. there are. I'm just going to pretend like I didn't hear that. Our handles are Miss Miss Murpod on both of them. So I'll spell that for you. It's M Y S M I S M U R Pod. And you can feel free to send us a message, uh, check out what we have going on, and just come hang out with us. Yeah, our podcast should be publishing on all of the major podcast places, including Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Google Play. Um, right now, we are working on getting it on uh, to. What's the music? Spotify. Thingy? Spotify. Thank you. Um, it's a work a, in progress. I'm working on it. Yeah, it's it's apparently tough to publish on Spotify if you do things wrong like we did. So we're working on it, but uh, hopefully soon it will be there as well. But otherwise, it's available on Google Play, iTunes, and all the others. So feel free to uh, subscribe, follow us, do do whatever you like, um, and feel free to check out our website. We also have a form there where you can uh, leave us any comments or suggest uh, episode um ideas or any stories that you think that we should investigate so thank you again for listening and uh here's the show Cool beans. You know how I can't remember which one it was. I think it was the blimp one, the the wiener limp. Yeah, yeah. It looked like a <laughs> the wiener like a blimp. Giant, yeah, it looked like a giant bent wiener. Yeah. Yeah. Um I talked about the lighthouse where people had, had disappeared. And uh, I thought that what? I would come back to that and tell you the full story of this lighthouse. So that's oh, what I have for you today. Wonderful. So this is the Flannan Isles Lighthouse Mystery. And I'm going to start off by giving you a little bit of information on the locale. Okay. So let's take ourselves in our minds, our mind's eye, to Scotland, to the Flannan Isles. Uh, oh, hi. There you... Right. <laughs> Ooh, laddie. Ooh, I cannot hi. do a Scottish accent at all. So <laughs> let's not do that again. Um <laughs> So there you will find the Flannan Isles Lighthouse, which was constructed between 1895 and 1899, and the lighthouse was first lit on December 7th, 1899. So this is, you know, taking us back a ways here, this story. Yeah. So on December 7th, 1900, which is like exactly a year after it had been lit, so this is like a brand spanking new lighthouse. Like, right. barely been out there, just built, state-of-the-art, all that kind of stuff. It survived uh, by three... 9K. <laughs> right? Yep. Uh, the three lighthouse keepers, uh, Donald MacArthur, Thomas Marshall, and James Ducat, 
Um, which I always want to say Ducat, who's a character from DS9. So if I accidentally slip and say that, like, don't be surprised because that's what my brain always goes to. Okay. Uh, they arrive to begin their two-week rotation as Keepers of the Lighthouse. Uh, and their, I guess you could say, like, their boss or their supervisor, Robert Muirhead, came with them to do a routine check and chat with the men. So, like, uh, so they, just kinda... they live on the island for, like, two weeks at a time? or And then, like, three more guys come in? Or how does it work? Yeah, so there's a... There's a two-week rotation, and what happens is one person rotates in and one person rotates out. So there are always three people on the lighthouse. Gotcha. So one person stays for six weeks. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, this kind of sucked because the lighthouse is on an island. So this is not like, you know, you can just walk down the street if there's an issue and, like, check on your family or, like, talk to your friends or whatever. It's just you and these two other dudes for this period. Right, and this is like an island in the 1900s, which means it's like basically the International Space Station as far as difficulty to get to. Right, and there are like, there are some sheep on the island, so you can like hang out with the sheepies. But I mean, that's about all this island has going for it. Sexy. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm just saying, I'm not for bestiality, don't want to go there, but maybe you want to make some friends, like make some wool. I don't know. I don't know what their hobbies were. This isn't whales. Come on. Right, right. come on. This is the more refined lands of Scotland. Proper Scottish lads. Right. Very proper, indeed. Uh, So everything was doing okay. There was nothing weird or unusual going on in the island. Uh, Ducat did mention that there were some difficulties um, due to heavy mist, which was common on the island. Um, And this this will come up later because they were able to monitor the island and the lighthouse from shore using a telescope, but this had been difficult to do because of the mist on the island. It would usually obscure everything that was going on there. But no no big concerns. The refreshing mist. Right. The refreshing sea mist that they would just spray on themselves so they could smell good. My skin has never felt healthier. Exactly, right. So, like I mentioned, they're able to check on the lighthouse from land so muirhead left you know did whatever he does in his normal daily routine um and from shore the lighthouse was seen on december 7th december 12th and december 15th and that is the day when our story truly begins okay so like i said there's a mystery so some some mysterious shit is about to go down so on december 15th 1900 the steamer Arctor, which I feel like I'm saying that wrong, but that is exactly what it said. So I'm just going to go with it. How do you give uh, me a spell? It's like arch and then tor. So I'm just going to go with arch. Like, Arctor? Like A R C H T O R? Yeah. Arctor. I mean, I guess I could have looked this up. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, it sounds That's right. That's exactly when you, what it is. It sounds right when you, when you Scottish, Scott, Scott, Scott. Scottish it? Scots it up. Scott, when you always Scots it up. Arctur. Yeah. Okay, there we or go. I'll just Russian. make you in charge of saying it from now on. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, most boats keep a log of some kind. And in their log, they noted that the light was not operational, even though the weather dictated that it should have been on. So they landed on shore on December 20th, and they reported the sighting to the Northern Lighthouse Board, who kind of oversaw all the lighthouses and Muirhead worked for them. So they sent a relief vessel 
the lighthouse tender um, Hesperus, which was captained by Jim Harvey. And they wanted to leave as quickly as possible but on the 20th, but they weren't able to do so because the weather wasn't good. So they had to wait until December 26th, known as Boxing Day, to our British friends. And that is when they reached the island. Okay. So, like we mentioned, there were three people manning the lighthouse, so there should have been three people there to greet them as they came up. Right. But that's not exactly what happened. So the relief crew arrived, and they were startled to discover a few things even before they left the vessel. So they're just, like, you know, putting their peepers on the island and notice some things. Right. So one, the flag staff had no flag, which I don't know how serious of a thing that was. I'm not a lighthouse keeper. I feel like maybe that's right. something you could have forgotten or not cared about. But you know, whatever, whatever. Maybe it was a huge deal. We've been invaded. Right, exactly. That's what happened. Aliens invaded by aliens. Right. I cared about the flag. Uh, right, exactly. And that's what they did. They were just like, I'm taking your flag. I'm out. Peace. Uh, <laughs> uh, two, none of the usual provision boxes have been left on the landing stage for restocking. So this was, the relief crew was coming at their normal time. So it's not like, oh, hey, we were just here and, you know, now we have to go back because we're worried about this lighthouse. I mean, this is like the usual time they would come back. So they would expect right. the provisions to have been used and thus need replacing. Right. So like I said, there'd be only sheep on that island. So it's not like they got a little communal community there where they're growing their own veggies and shit. Right. Like they need provisions. And three, like I said, no lighthouse keepers. So that's super weird and mysterious. Right. Uh, so our friend Jim Boy, Jimmy, old Jim Aruski, uh blew on his whistle and set off a distress flare, but got nothing in return. Um, it's funny because the source I was looking at said it only got silence in return. And I'm like, you can't tell me that there weren't like some bleeding sheep or like some screaming seagulls. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty oh! sure it was not completely. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure it was not completely <laughs> silence. You just didn't hear from humans. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, right. right. So, no, it was not that, but yeah, okay. You're right. He did not get silence in return. He got normal ocean noise in return. And also, what else was he going to get except silence? Even if they did respond, it's a lighthouse in the year 1900. It's not like they're going to, like, you know, hit him with a megaphone or blast a boombox or anything. Like, Right, they're not going to be like, you know, Hey, Jimmy! Right. We're over here! We're like, over he maybe would have seen some people, like, waving their arms. Oh, dude! Oh, I didn't realize it was you. Uh, let me give you a call on your cell phone. I got your number, I think, still, right? You same number as you used to have, right? Right, yeah, okay, okay. Let me let me just speed dial you here. Right. Right, that's no, that's not happening. That's not what happened. Right. <laughs> so they're like, okay, I guess we I guess we gotta go on shore. We gotta figure out what the hell is going on here. So a guy named Moore goes on shore, and he found both the entrance gate to the compound and the main door closed. So it wasn't like they had come, you know, running out as fast as they could, left everything open, that kind of a thing. Everything was closed. There wasn't like a All fire the beds... or foreign invaders. Or... Right, exactly. Which also, like, who the hell is going to, like, <laughs> we're taking over this island. What are you going to do? Right, I don't know why that was semi-French. Like, ha, 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 we are the French. So I have, I have a question. Is this island, so it's, it's in Scotland, right? 
Is it? Yeah. I missed it. Is it on the western or eastern shore of Scotland or northern shore? Which I don't know. What's the island it's, name? It's somewhere. Uh, Flannan Isles is right. what it's called. I'm gonna not get spoiled and just and just uh, Google Maps it. Flannan Flannan Isles. Yes. Flannan 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 Isles. Okay, so it is on. Oh my God! It's oh my God. <laughs> dun dun dun. Dude, it is like. I'm trying to get a gauge of this. It is like. 30... I mean, it's far out. It's not like right, just slightly like, offshore. It's like 30 miles out to sea, and they're probably like. Like, I mean, the nearest port in that area is probably like. Like. Or at the time was probably like near Cradhadl. Cradlestad, Cradlestad, which is. I'm gonna near, take a stab in the dark and say that you are not saying that right at all. Which is near Dunburish, uh, Dunburanish. It's fine, um, but it's it's seriously like, like thirty thirty five miles out to sea, like they are they are not not near land at all. No. Good. God. No, not at all. I was thinking, like, you could, like, see the... Sh- I was thinking, like, a Lake Superior type thing where you can, like, see the shore in the distance, right? No, they are... They are... No. P- proper in the ocean. Right, I mean, and the only... I mean, really, what the telescope could only see from shore is, like, is there light on? Is it not on? You know, it's not like they're able to spy on them and be like, oh, look, like, there I, he is. I walking gym- across the... You know? Right, I, Jim lad, is the island still there? Right, exactly. I, like, I think so. I <laughs> said she's still there. All right, good to know. I'll check back next week. <laughs> right, exactly. So, so getting back to, we zoomed out real big, and now right. we're zooming in real close again. Zoom. Um, <laughs> back on shore, once we get inside the lighthouse, the beds were all unmade. Which, like, I don't know, that's like a toss-up on if it means anything or not to me. Like, I don't fucking know if that's if that means anything. I mean, if it were me, I'd probably just leave my bed unmade the entire time. So. Right, like, who, who makes their bed? I don't... It's not like their moms are there. Right, nobody's mom is there. Nobody but them goes in their bedroom. Like, why? why would right, exactly. So, whatever. Right. And weirdly, I mean, this is a little weird. All the clocks inside the lighthouse had stopped. And I couldn't get a feel for, like, how many clocks we're talking about here. Like, two clocks, three clocks, whatever. But it said clocks. So, like, some plurality of clock. Right. They were all stopped. So, so it's either just a strange coincidence where, like, one clock had died and they didn't fix it. And then the next clock died without them fixing the first one. Or it's some X-Files shit. Where there's like exactly. 17 clocks, one in each room, on all the buildings in the lighthouse, and they all stopped at the same time. Right, instead of like pictures or something like that, they just covered the inside of the lighthouse, top to bottom, in clocks. Different right. size clocks. Right, exactly. Like, like Constant a ticking shot. sound inside. <laughs> right, that's the silence they were met with. They did not hear the clocks ticking from their boat like they right. normally did. <laughs> I can't hear any ticking. <laughs> right. My god. <laughs> right, like everybody like crosses themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so Moore is like, huh, I think this is above my pay grade. So he went back to the boat to get reinforcements. Smartest and he dragged the second alive. mate. What? Smartest man alive. 
Right, exactly. He's like, listen, I'm not about to get murdered by some weird ass shit in this lighthouse. Right. I'm gonna get some reinforcements. Right, this is so the he goes back. In the horror story. Right. And he grabbed the second mate and some rando to come back to the compound, which I thought was so funny because everything I read was like specifying that he grabbed the second mate and then it was like, and another seaman. And I'm like, so he just looked in the crowd and he's like, oh, you! And just like pointed at some guy and the guy was like, fuck. Right. No, I bet like, <clears throat> like around this time too and like basically up until just the tail, basically up until like World War One. If, if you went out to sea, if you weren't the first mate, the second mate, or the captain, or somebody who was rich, you basically were the extra in, a, in, in the movie that is real life. You were... You were a red coat. You were literally a red coat. Right, like... A red like, shirt, yeah. Right, like, you, you slept where everything smelled bad. Like, and you had lice constantly. You, you had constant lice, but there was no sharp implements. You couldn't cut your hair. You couldn't even shave. You couldn't do that. You just had to deal with the lice, and your hair just kept growing. And, <laughs> Sounds like hell. Right. And when you got picked out for bravery... You probably for, got scurvy. <laughs> right, yeah, you got, like, scurvy and everything. But when, like, when some shit went down and you rescued the captain, or you stepped up and you're like, Hey, Captain, I'll go to shore with you. Nobody knew your name. Your name is just lost to history. <laughs> right, exactly. You, you yeah, I can buy it. I see you, it. Right, you just don't matter. So, <clears throat> red shirt number one and the second mate in war <laughs> go back, um, and they find a couple more odd things. Okay. So, all the lamps had been cleaned and refilled. An oilskin coat was found, which suggested that one of the keepers had left without it, which would be a terrible idea. I mean, it's in the middle of the fucking winter, even if it's not snowing, and even if you're on an island. Like, it's cold as fuck. Right, like latitude-wise, you—I mean, you're you're by the ocean, so you've got ocean warmth. But like, latitude-wise, you're basically like, like Manitoba. Right. So like, shit's cold. Like shit's real cold. Like it's it's probably like there's probably some ice in everyone's beard. The sheep are probably huddled together for woolly. Right. The sheep are just like one mass of sheep. Right. So what? What what kind of coat? An oil skin coat. What is an oil skin coat? That is a good question. From what I understand, it's like a raincoat, essentially. Like, back in the old days. Outback Trading Company still makes them. Ugh. I don't know if I'm interested in one. You can get an oil skin I don't think I'm going to buy one for science. Oof. You can get an oil skin duster. Oh, man. Their website looks like a country music album damn yikes okay well we'll, anyway, we'll anyway. grab that link we'll grab that link and we'll share it for those right. who are curious <laughs> right you too cool. can dress as if you are on the flying and aisles with this coat maybe don't though maybe don't we don't recommend it right there was half eaten like food on the dinner table so someone had been like in the middle of eating and then dot 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 question mark right and the last log showed that there had been terrible and severe weather conditions. But the only sign of anything really amiss was that the kitchen table was slightly overturned. So it seems like there were two tables inside the lighthouse. One was still upright and had food on it. And then another one was overturned. 
like on its slightly overturned. It was on its side or something. Right. It's not like completely destroyed though. Right. Okay. A little weird. Right. A little weird. A little spooky. A little spooky. A little spooky. So what else was discovered, right? Because clearly they're going to be like, huh, where are our men? And like come and actually do a full search and all that kind of stuff. So at this point, the whole crew gets involved and they look over the island for any sign of the lighthouse keepers. But unfortunately, they don't have any luck. Everything was intact at the east landing on the island, but the west landing had been ravaged by a considerable amount of damage caused by the assumed recent storms. So there was a box at 33 meters, which is like 108 feet above sea level that had been broken. And the yeah. contents were just like fucking everywhere. It was just a hot mess. Well, Everything was everywhere. Contents? Iron railings were bent over. Um, there was an iron railway by a path that had been pulled clear out of the concrete. Jesus. And right. And a rock that weighed more than a ton had been displaced. So, I mean, this is like some pretty intense shit. This is not just like. Someone throwing a temper tantrum, get a little angry, throwing the kitchen table over. This is like, you know, some biblical level shit here. Right, like, yeah, like, like this is like the, the twister happened. They were hit. <laughs> right, twister, but Scottish twister. Right, Dad. We've got to get <laughs> da, to the Dad, 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 no, <laughs> laddie, hold on tight. <laughs> I don't uh, know any lines from Twister. I, I, no, I've never seen Twister. It's I will not, admit to not, this. It's not very good. If you've seen Storm I, Chasers, you've seen Twister. Um, okay. Twister just has more death. The, my only reference point for Twister is I'm pretty sure that was the movie that there was some guy who posted on like Craigslist or some weird shit being like, I want to tie myself to a pole and like jack off into a tornado like Twister like twister style tornado and like wanted a buddy to do it with him am i just making this uh, up this is like an internet thing right uh i've never seen that <laughs> okay now i just look like i'm fucking crazy okay well i'll look that up and i'll share it with you please do and then you'll only slightly more understand what i'm talking about okay mm. that's my homework <laughs> only mostly yeah only mostly right so anyway Taking all this into consideration, it was weird that the keepers had kept their log until 9 a.m. on December 15th, and the entries made it clear that the damage had occurred before they disappeared. So their light hadn't been lit that night, remember, on December 15th. And I mean, night is relative because the sun would go down and it would get dark at about 4 p.m. that time of year. So So night, like, quote-unquote. Right, so sometime there, after four. So, so the log mentioned the damage. Yeah, we'll get to the log in a second because okay, I got okay. some more info for you there. Okay, okay. Uh, they also found ropes strewn all over the rocks, ropes that were usually um, kept in a brown crate above the platform on a supply crane, but still no bodies. There were no mention of sheep casualties, and I'm kind of sad about that. I want to know if the sheepies were okay, but I will never get an answer. And if they were, they aren't now. Right. I mean, as far as I know, sheep don't live to be hundreds of years old, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it's just 100, like 118, but whatever. Okay, I can math. Right. So the log. As you mentioned, let's get to the log. So on December 12th, there had been an entry by Marshall. Because um, remember, we had three guys here on the island, Donald MacArthur, Thomas Marshall, and James 
Ducat. So Marshall had written a log which described severe winds, um, and he described them as being, quote, the likes of which I had never seen before in 20 years, end quote. And he wrote that Ducat had been quiet but irritable, and MacArthur had been crying. So this is weird, because especially MacArthur had a reputation as being kind of like a badass, like bad, bad Leroy Brown style. And like when he was on shore, he would like get into fights. So you look this on where it's like, I'm sick, I'll punch a baby bear in his shit. Like I picture that's what he's like. Like he just goes up and punches people and starts fights for no reason. Uh, So that's like, that's really weird. And the people who are reading this log, I mean, they like also personally knew these lighthouse keepers. So that would have stood out to them right away. Right. And then on December 13th, there was a log that reported more storms um, and wrote that all three of the men had been praying, which again is weird because these are three professionals. I mean, these aren't like just, you know, three dudes where they were like, Hey, so who wants to man the lighthouse? And like some three random guys raised their hands. I mean, these are people who have been doing this shit as a career. This right, was these, their profession. These are straight up sea dudes. Like these are sea dogs, man. Sea right. dogs. They're tough. And also, this lighthouse is fucking brand spanking new. It's not like they're in some lighthouse that's just about ready to topple into the sea. This is like a brand new state-of-the-art facility, and it's 150 feet above sea level. So even if there are tough storms, like, it's nothing that they can't weather. Right, or have So that's just weird. Weirdest of all, that nowhere else were there reported storms of that kind on December 12th, 13th, or 14th. Oh. Right. So the weather didn't get bad, according to anybody else, until December 17th. And so even if they're kind of far away from shore, there's still a lot of boats, like, coming and going in that area. And you're not going to have, like, a super bad, terrible storm that's just, you know what I mean? Like, in a 30-foot radius around one island. Like, that's just ridiculous. That's That's not how the ocean works. Right. I mean, it is a relatively, like, looking at a map, it is a very isolated island, but still, like, you'd think they would see it, especially if they can see the island with a telescope, they'd be able to see a storm pretty easily. Like, Right. And I mean, there are boats coming and going in that area. I mean, it's not like a huge thoroughway, but, but you know but, what I mean? Like, there's other reports. So that's yeah. really fucking strange. So the last report, like I said, was on December 15th, and all it said was, storm ended sea calm god is over all okay so that's just really fucking bizarre and like there are a couple of other weird things about these logs right so that's like what when Mm -hmm. a woman like oh god or when not a woman i shouldn't say woman when like a person like drowns their kids in a bathtub they're like, they go to the right. gym and they're like, all is calm. God is over all. And then they pray and then kill themselves. <laughs> like, like, like that's, that's right. not. That's like it's... some, that's like some weird, like serial killer shit. Right. That's like, that's some Heaven's Gate nonsense is what that is. Like. Right. Exactly. So beyond that being super weird, it's really strange how Marshall calls um, Ducat, who's his boss, essentially, like, saying that he's, like, irritable and he is, you know, not in a good mood and things like that. Because this is an official log. This isn't, like, a diary. You know, this doesn't, you know, it's not painted pink with a little, like, heart-shaped lock on it. Like, this is an official log for official 
business purposes. It's only supposed to be reporting like the condition of the lighthouse, like weather conditions. If they, you know, were like, we saw a ship sinking off the shore today or something like that. It's not supposed to be like a feelings book. So that's really bizarre. This is a non-Star Trek captain's log. This is like a real life captain's log. You can't be like, captain's log, 1900. Riker's body looks wonderful today. Nineteen hundred, right? <laughs> like you can't, you can't do exactly. That like it just doesn't make sense. That's just not how it works. They they turn this log over. This was something they would regularly turn over to the Northern Lighthouse Board. At in, someone would have been like, "Dude, what the fuck? Right? Like, why did you write this? What is wrong with you? Are you okay? So, like, and it's also so like he did it right. clearly because, or if you're going to speculate. He did it clearly because he knew they were all going to die. Maybe. Right. So it's just, it's weird. And it's also strange, too, because Ducat was normally described as, like, a really chill dude. You know, whereas we have, like, a hothead on one hand. On the other hand, we have Ducat, who's a calm, keeping his shit together kind of guy, which is probably why he was in charge. Right. So weird ass things going on here. Mm-hmm. was essentially these three people's boss was really surprised and thought that the last entry was super weird especially because he didn't know any of those three men as being super religious you know i'd say that they are probably like passingly religious people like they got you know dragged to church for christmas and easter or whatever but they were not the super religious type right like for the time they were well like i mean they were sailors like they or sailor equivalents they were about as religious as any as your average sailor probably at the time right like they're probably more superstitious than they are religious right they they believe they probably believe in mermaids more than god (laughs) right so it's just weird so i mean that takes us to like what the fuck happened because they never found any bodies so what was going on here never like still never still jesus Right, exactly. So Muirhead reported to the Northern Lighthouse Board that he believed that they had been trying to retrieve a crate, like a crate of provisions or something like that, when a wave unexpectedly came out of the sea and washed them away. But once again, like something we need to take into consideration here is that all three of them were never supposed to be outside of the lighthouse at once. There was always supposed to be one person inside the lighthouse at all times, no matter what. Which is right. why you had more than just one person manning the lighthouse. Right. So if anything, there should have been just two of them going to deal with this. And that would have left one alive, supposedly. And also that's weird, too, because according to all of the reports, the seas should have been calm at this time. So some more recent reports have brought up the fact that um, around this island, the coastline, the coastline of it um, has these really narrow gullies called geos. And especially the West Landing, which is situated on one of these, um, ends in a cave. So what can happen is that in high seas or storms, water will rush into the cave and then explode back out the other side with considerable force. So it's basically like when you throw a tennis ball at a wall really hard and then it comes back at you and hits you in the face. Right. So they think that maybe that happened. So maybe they were like, I don't see anything coming. And they're doing like whatever the fuck they're doing. And then they got washed away by a wave. All of them at once. But then why were they like praying and weird? Right. But then why is the log fucking weird? Exactly. 
Um, a book written by this dude called John Love explores the idea that two of the lighthouse keepers had ventured out into the storm. Likewise, similar to what Muirhead was saying to uh, make sure some goods were secure because at least two of the men had gotten fined for not storing gear properly in a previous storm. Mm. But once again, we come back to the fact that there were supposedly no storms at this time. Right. So, okay, I guess if it were normal and we didn't have this weird-ass log, that would make sense. But the log totally throws that, you know, out the window. And also, if it's just two of them, we're like, shit, we don't want to get in trouble again. What happened to the third guy? Right, this log reads like some sort of, like... I, I don't even know, like some sort of weird alien thing. Right, the alien's like, what would, what would a human say that would make the other humans no longer suspicious? I know! Right. <laughs> Here we go. Or, like, I mean... It's it's just weird. Like, did did some pirates come by, or did like were they? I don't know. But like, what would they even have to steal? I mean, the only you know what I mean. I'm like, I'm gonna kill these three people and take their salted jerky. <laughs> like, okay. And you think that there would have been some more evidence? You know what I mean? Like something would have been broken, or there would have been right. I don't know shit. Like there would have been something else there. Um, other lighthouse keepers over the years have reported, of course, hearing the voices in the salty air, screaming out the names of Thomas Marshall, James Ducat, and Donald MacArthur, but, like... Yeah, whatever. I just think that's poppycock. Right, right. <laughs> like, okay, Janet, sure. Right. <laughs> um, just, like... writer Mike Dash has suggested also that the log entries were faked and written later, which would account for, you know, they're all weird and spooky if somebody just went in and wrote them later, but there's no way to prove that or disprove that now. And why would anybody do such a thing? Also, we have to take into consideration that if these men are writing these logs and keeping them regularly, their boss, Muirhead, you would think, would have looked at it and been like, this isn't Jimmy's handwriting or whatever, right. and would have said something then. It's so, just... I mean, okay, fine, I guess, Mike, that's a possibility, but I find it highly unlikely. Right. I guess the, the biggest question that I have, at least at the at the head of the conundrum, is why hasn't Stephen Moffat made this an episode of Doctor Who? That's exactly what I was getting to! <laughs> Not Moffat, though. Oh, okay. uh, so, actually, this story has been the basis for a Doctor Who episode. It's called Horror at... Fi no, I am not. I am not. Horror it is called Isle? Horror at Fane Rock. And it aired in 1977 and featured the fourth Doctor. So, a little oh. bit pre-Moffat, but that means it was probably a good episode if he didn't touch it. So Yeah, probably, but like I'm not going to watch it. I mean, the fourth Doctor is pretty tolerable. Like, some of the older Doctors, it's harder to watch. But he's, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Uh, which one, um, which one and is of this? Mm -hmm. Which one is this? Is this... The lawn scarf one. This is Tom hair. Baker. Okay, yeah, this is Tom Baker. Y yeah, the one that doesn't get a haircut. He looks exactly like, so... Right. Um, but of course, you know, people have made claims about aliens or sea monsters and all of that stuff. Um, I really wanted to see if there were, like, copies of the log somewhere, like if somebody had kept the log and at some point taken pictures of it, but I couldn't find anything like that. Right. So, like, that'd be nice, too, if we had the source material. Um, but either way, you know, that, that ends that ends the mystery, I guess. The mystery ends in a dot of that question mark. We have 
You have no idea. And nobody else, as far as I know, has mysteriously vanished from this island. It's still in use today, actually, as a lighthouse. Um, but it is now largely sort of an auto-run thing. Right. And yeah, because all lighthouses are. And lighthouses really don't serve a purpose anymore, since all all naval ships basically everywhere in the world, even like even like poor fishing vessels these days, have very, very accurate GPS. Right. So, I mean, and apparently they use it for some sort of... I think that I read something about how it's used for some sort of, like, scientific studies or something like that, but it, nobody else has gone missing there or died, it, like I said, as far as I know. Right. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, well, as as typical, I'm just reading about the uh, Doctor Who episode here. Um, as is typical, it is, uh, it's an alien. <laughs> of course. Yeah, apparently, if I remember right, the alien has, like, taken one of the lighthouse keepers and, like, studied it for its anatomy or something like that and, like, cut the dude up or something and Tom Baker was like, oh, shit! Like, I gotta protect these other two humans! And right. there was a mysterious fog that took over the island and et cetera, et cetera. Right, and the creature then stalks down and kills the others in the lighthouse. And then eats them or something. And, like... If I were an alien, though... That's the Santarians. Okay. And they were going to use the lighthouse as a strategic position on Earth. Alright, this is canon now. This is, is real-life canon. That's fucking weird. So, like... I would totally believe that it was just, like, some wave or some storm that nobody else noticed because what was... Me meteorology wasn't a thing in 1900. Like, that just, like took these guys away but like you know like a i don't know like area that has less credence i guess but because the one guy was a hothead some people were like maybe he got into a fight and then killed the other two and then was like oh no i'm sad now and then like killed himself which i mean i guess we don't have proof that says otherwise but that still doesn't you know what i mean Right. Bodies. Where's his body? Right. Like, I mean, I I can buy that he maybe just like tossed himself into the ocean. Like, they are thirty five miles off coast. Like, I can. It's not like, like throwing a body into like a, a normal beach sea where like they wouldn't they wouldn't just wash up. There's a very real chance that if some guy killed the others, he could just toss himself into the ocean and you know disappear forever. Right. But then, like, how did all the shit get tossed? Like, how did how did the boulder move, and how did the railings get thrown out of the thing? Like, only like I would imagine only high wind would do that, right? Right. Like, it's not some guy going on a Hulk rage. Like, oh, I'm so angry, and he like rips the iron out of the concrete. Like, right. right. Like the most the most, I guess, probable explanation I can see is that maybe they were in the middle of a large storm, and like the they thought that the storm was over so they went outside to start like all of them went outside because they were like well whatever storm's over we need all hands on deck to clean up all of our shit because we didn't properly store supplies because they were known for not properly storing their supplies and then yeah. aliens came and abducted them right. and said got you haha -ha. right exactly no but like you know then the storm like washes them away and they are they're just gone they're, they're in the ocean somewhere and there's nothing anyone can do about it 
the only, I guess, really hole in that is that nobody else noticed a storm in that area around those dates, which is, I guess, I'm choosing to believe that that's what happened. Because... Because the alternatives are too spoopy to handle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, And I just feel like, me- what was meteorology in 1900, really? Like, what? Did, you just, did, like, look outside. You're like, oh, it's raining. Oh. Looks like a storm. My knee's aching. I think it's gonna rain. Ooh. Right. Maybe, uh, maybe, oh, no. No, I was just sitting on it a bit too long. Oh. No, it's a nice day. I think you know, I was an day. adventurer like you once, and then I took a bagpipe to the knee. <laughs> oh, I back a spit. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, oh, the haggis is damp today. Phew, laddie. Guess, I guess it's raining. What a weird story. That's, that's such a weird thing to happen. I know. People disappearing from all over the place. Never to be seen or heard from again. So many people. First the blimp, now the lighthouse. What's next? Well, that's I guess, five. I guess it was first the lighthouse, now the now the blimp. <laughs> right, if we're going chronologically here. Right. But that's five people. Right. That's five people who have disappeared because of this podcast so far. For real. Five. <laughs> we did that. That was us. We did it. Yeah. That was us. And it was uh, you, if you're listening. Yeah. It's your fault. It is. That's a good story. Yeah.